What's going on, everybody? This is J.M. Banks, Urban Alchemy Podcast. I hope you all are doing well out there today. I am here once again with my wonderful, brilliant co-host, the hardest working woman in Kansas City Entertainment, Ms. Re-MC. Hey, everybody. How's it going out there? That's right. We're back at it. We survived episode one. We, we survived. That's right. Barely. You passed the test. Congratulations. Barely. A lot of people don't make it back on this show. I got hate mail. Yes, you did get some, some criticisms. <laughs> uh, hey, that, that's the way it goes, though. But I love that first episode. I had some really good feedback. A lot of mixed feedback. Before we get to that, thank you so much to all of our listeners out there all over the country. We appreciate you folks. And we do thank you and hope you continue to tune in to us. Top Nationals, Parade View, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. And a new number three, Centennial, Colorado came out of nowhere. We've been getting a lot of streams out of Colorado for some reason. but I like Colorado. Shout out to you guys, man. I don't know what's been going on, but it's like Colorado Springs. We had a bunch of streams. Like people just watch and not just new streams for new episodes. Like they going back and listening to the old episodes too. So shout out to you guys. I appreciate that. I love you guys. I need to go out there again and get they're cool people. Dallas, Texas. Uh, you guys are still kind of cool. That's uh, my second home, y'all. I've never been there. I'm not number three anymore, but you know, you guys are still cool. But anyways, let's get straight up into it. So yeah, we uh, got a lot of feedback from the last episode. And like I was telling her before we turned the mics on, I'm <laughs> so happy not to be the one getting all the backlash and getting all the criticisms. <laughs> and I, I, I don't agree with what you said. Yeah, okay, good, good. Keep that coming now. But no, I heard a lot of female <laughs> criticism towards your statements on if a woman spits on a man, some women just feel like you just take there and sit there and take that loogie and yeah and they wasn't feeling me they wasn't feeling that physical contact that you say you know a man's gonna it was an honest response and a lot of women do not think even an honest statement like that is appropriate so so just did they give any details like it just is what it is just like nah man should not be hitting the woman even if he spits on her even if she spits on him yeah hmm. i I yeah, that's crazy. So I, if you hit a man, you should not expect for him to hit you back. I mean, I, we didn't go deep into the whole. Okay. What's your at what point can you hit a woman? Talk, okay. Because I didn't want to go into it because I was still just letting them put all this on you. But well, why didn't it come to my inbox? Uh, I doubt women will really come to your inbox about it. I'm 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 available though. Uh, she is available. Please <laughs> hit her up. I would love her to because I have a very stern tone to my conversations. So. I think, you know, from here on out, you should drop my Instagram link, like www.instagram.com backslash re-mc underscore. Yeah. Like, she is so available. She wants to talk. Also, I've had a few females uh, say they didn't agree with your comments on the nudes and, and the guy and yeah, they I just got it all wrong. I mean, more than me. All, all I got was a little... More than you? All I got was a few comments about the statement I made about the old white guys marrying young black women. Oh, yeah. But that's about it. I've actually got a few other people hit me up and be like, bro, I know. Like, me too. Like, I've seen <laughs> some... And I was just like, yeah, because it happens. I saw... Uh, I, I did have one guy reach out about that, and he told me he didn't agree with you. Okay, why did you hit me up? Why did you get in my inbox? Why you ain't called me? I'm approachable. (laughs) Just be like that, 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 you know, the the thing you watch, the podcast, it directs backly to him. Just go ahead and hit him up if you want. No, a lot of people didn't agree with it. It's cool. That's totally fine. I wasn't saying. He actually said he understood 
why you might say it that way, but he said that you didn't consider the fact that and this is this is a guy who has like some good status. So mm-hmm. it was he was like you some men do, some of them do it, but you didn't consider the fact that like black women are overlooked. And I was like, okay. So he was like, he feel where you coming from, but it was kind of like not the right start. Because you were just like, yeah, they just go off and get with white old men. And he's like, yeah, they do, but let's talk about why they do kind of stuff. Which I kind of understand because I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, and I can rationalize that back to when, and I can only think from my perspective. So when mm-hmm. I look at the situation and think as a 32-year-old man, which is still relatively old in the grand scheme of your young, I like mid-20s. that's kind of young still. It's, it's young in the grand scheme of everybody, but in what you see in entertainment, what you see in media is more the younger crowd, like out on social media in regards oh, okay. to putting out stuff. And it's just like, okay, that's cool. I don't know, because I got some that's old the next daddies on my Instagram, and they is pulling. I bet you got some silver foxes on it. Hey, I'm about to show you, you know? I don't need to see that <laughs> at all. But my point being that... I feel old. And if I were to post I was in a relationship with a 21-year-old or 18-year-old, people, especially 18-year-old white girl, I feel like black women would be like, not even with the white girl stuff. Mm-hmm. Even, but They'd be like, what the hell are you doing, you predator? You Let me weirdo. tell you the where I have an issue. And I think, I don't remember if we visited this the last episode, but my stance is and always will be, I don't care who you love and who you like. I have an issue when you belittle other people in, in reference to who you love and who you like. So if a black girl is going to a white guy and she's like, because black men ain't shit and they trash, like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. If you like white men, that's cool. But don't don't come off on black men because all black men ain't you know ain't shit and all black girls ain't ain't shit and you know what I mean. So like if you want to date around, do it, but don't make it a a, a hierarchy. Like oh you're better than this person. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not even saying if I were in the position of like if I was 45, 50 years old and I showed up to the family gathering with a 25 year old white girl, they'd be like, bro. What's going on here? Like, is it a midlife crisis? Is well, they would just probably be like, this and then they look at her like, what's she doing? Like, they would definitely be like, she gotta have money. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> sure all the guys I'm talking about in question, these old white men, I'm sure they're very charming, very probably have great senses of humor. Probably not. Our old sense of humor guys, looks different. Oh, have yes. Talk to old white. Guys? Old white dudes are. I try to talk to one. I was like, uh-uh. but I've had friends who have done it. What's old? Their sense of humor is very raunchy and weird dry humor so like i'm talking like and obviously we can't say everybody somebody out there is going to be like everybody welcome to my world <laughs> but whatever the point is that a lot of them have that weird raunchy like yeah you look like you 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 kiss well with those lips <laughs> like uh, we don't y'all don't have the same swag it's just yeah, not the same. They don't lean into it. Like, if I say some off-the-wall shit, it's going to be with a dead-ass face. Like, <laughs> for real, though. Like, what's going on? No, they're but they are literally, like, zero fucks. Like, no, you're young and I got money. You sh- you're you here to fuck. Like, oh. I can okay. imagine the humor is different. Have you ever, like, them greet each other? It's very, I have not. It's like, I'm very extreme. It's like, especially Hey, they, brother. Yeah, especially if they know each other. Like, hey, Jim, God damn it, you son of a bitch. How's it been? 
yo, cocksucker, who let you out the fucking jail? And it's just like, wow, that that's shoot. like super aggressive and your super exciting. Your wife let your balls out of her hands and yeah, you're out yeah, for the just, night. I want someone to be that excited and aggressive when they see me. Okay. but yeah, You can I, get a dog. But still, I can't imagine them with a young black woman. That's just my thing. I don't see a young black woman dating an old white man without being like, all right, there's some benefits to this. Uh, I mean, look, the shit. But honestly, like, at what stage shouldn't, why isn't date, uh, dating a benefit? You know what I mean? Like, now, I think that when people hear benefits or beneficial or, you know, it, it, it's automatically some assumption that somebody doesn't know that the other wants that benefit. Like, you have to remember, like, when these girls are entering these relationships with these men, they already know what the dynamics are. So while we're looking at them like, He's old and you're young. This motherfucker's like, I got the money and I literally want to pay for the trophy. And so everybody else will get it weird, but they know they trade off. I mean, is it really a trade off, though? It is. What's the old white man losing in this situation? Like the the young black girl, she's going to have to put up with a lot of shit. She's going to have to live with this old white guy. She's going to have to deal with his old wrinkly balls. But why is there an assumption that just because he's old that it's like he's not fun? White people party hard. Oh, I know. I know that. I get that. It's just that is a very small percentile of what their day to day income. No, it's is. not. I mean, if it's a trade off, and we're talking about, I feel like this uh, debate started from that it was a young girl, black girl, and a white guy. And this picture has been all over Instagram. That actually and came after. Gorgeous. I had never seen that before. I've seen that picture. That picture happens once a year. Oh, my goodness. The picture with them, literally, I feel like they probably have been married for like five years. And if you're listening, you know exactly which picture I'm talking about. Because he's a nice looking guy. Yeah. But she's gorgeous, like a gorgeous he's chocolate. way, Boom. way. Okay, let's let's just stop right there because that's like the, the viral picture. He's way better than any of the guys I've seen. Like, he's top tier. I wouldn't even say, like, why are you with that guy? He had tattoos and yeah. nice little physique. He looked cool. Like, he probably listened to hip-hop and shit. You know, <laughs> that wasn't that out. Like, he looked like a cool-ass old white guy. Like, he looks like he was a cool young white guy. But not everybody. The white guys I've whatever. seen are just like, no, no. You, you would <laughs> not, not have talked not to him you. at at 25. Like, we get to a certain point where it's like, love just looks different. Like, I think that. and you need a trade off and you focus on love too, but you also focus on benefits. Like, who's to say these girls don't actually like these men? Yeah, that's what I said about they have probably have to be very charming, have good sense of humors. But I mean, it's. Them it's, men is jobs. If I have a daughter, I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. But if one day I do have a kid and she happens to be, uh, hell, if it's a son and they bring home someone who's my age, I'm going to be like. Yo, I'm gonna love you guys regardless of what you do, but what the f- what's going on here, folks? Like, there's a reason. Like, was I, I not there know, enough for you? It. What's going on? I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not against it. I'm not gonna like stand up at the wedding and be like, no. You I am him. against it if like like Maybe if I'm like an 80-year-old mom and my 50-year-old son rolling, like, dude, you better not go buy you a little girl. Stop playing with me. But, like, let's say, like, one of my girls comes and her her guy is, like, 50, and let's say she's 25. If he's not, like, a misogynist and weird and it's just like, okay, I can genuinely see, like, he wants to be that and she likes him and it's not anything, like, it's really for a genuine, you can see it, cool. 
or if she's getting her trade off. Like if you want to settle in that way, as long as you're not less than the doormat, the whatever, do you. But we're going to have to talk about making sure that you are doing it, the like doing what's right, you know? Yeah, I, I think it, it just dawned on me right now. It's like interracial dating is hard enough. Mm-hmm. But then you go like to interage dating or intergenerational dating, and it's just Inter- like generational yeah. interracial dating. <laughs> but it's just like if I had a, a a daughter and she brought home an old white woman, I would still be like, "Now nah, I got yo, never mind." <laughs> now there's a problem. No, I'm that's, not talking uh, that's on that intergenerational topic. racial intergenerational interracial intersexual. Dating. Inter- yeah. There's going to be somebody who has a problem with something. something. The age. The, the girls. The race. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I'm that's saying funny. is it's, 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 it's an issue. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a lot for my brain to comprehend. And that's why I don't do a lot of dating. But yeah, a lot of people had comments about a lot of stuff we were talking about. That's good. That means you guys are listening. That means you guys are engaged. And I want you guys to hit me up and hit re, a re-up if you guys want more additional content. We, we can only squeeze so much into the allotted time we have each and every episode. Listen, I am available for one-on-ones if you just feel like you need it here. I am on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. We, yeah, we it's can great. start a room. We don't even have to exchange numbers. If you feel like, you know, was since you owe me so you got to see me you know message me on instagram we'll jump right on clubhouse and have that conversation now if you got an android that's not my problem you need to come to 2020 it's time don't be prideful and get with the times yeah let's get into some questions actually i had some questions that it wasn't until i like put them together i was like oh these are like questions directed from the sex towards the same sex so i was figuring i guess i would ask you the woman questions this time you guys me the men questions okay all right so going first uh for the woman uh question asked by another woman and this is actually a question that was referred to me by status someone made and we had a mutual friend and she was like hey this is interesting check a look check a look and the question was how old were you when you noticed men started looking at you differently it's more in regards to just the change of more of an innocence, childlike look into a woman, like, you know, kind of sexualization. I feel like I unconsciously noticed that men looked at me different probably around fifth grade. Um, and I used to be like a, a real daddy's girl, like fishing, all that stuff, like tomboy but uh, and I hung with my brothers and whatever. But we're like you know you're around the same age group, so you don't really think much of like his friends and stuff liking you because it's just my brothers are a couple years older. It is what it is. Um, but I feel like I kind of noticed. I noticed like because I can look back and think of my mannerisms, so I had to have known something because I kind of moved a little different. And nobody ever said I had a sister who would be like, you don't you know sit on men's lap even if they're your uncle or whoever or whoever. Um, but I kind of took note of that and I don't know, just like the consciousness, I look back and I feel like I unconsciously did it about fifth grade when I realized that men were looking at me like intimate. Um, so I went to Raytown elementary school or Raytown middle and then Laurel Hills anyway in Raytown. But, um, we did sex ed in fourth grade in, in Raytown. So you, I knew what, you know, sex and sexual things and stuff like that was, but what these things were. Um, so I would say that I really, for real, knew, like, consciously 
probably about seventh to eighth grade. And then when I got older, I didn't realize how weird shit was. Um, but my ninth grade year, I used to ride the school bus. And I would my bus wasn't even a block. So I would walk from my house to the next corner and from that corner back home. But I used to have this older guy in the neighborhood and he would follow me home almost every day for a whole like spring and summer of this school year. And like I used to think it was weird, but I was so kind of desensitized to men like hounding young girls like that, that it never occurred to me that I should say something to my mom or my dad. It was just like you just walk straight and you walk silently and you don't say anything. But I realized how like like grateful I am and how dangerous that is because like I never said anything, but my mind didn't really know it was wrong, you know? But um, it was in that moment where I knew I had to carry myself in a different way. And I started like having friends bring me home from school and whatever. But the days that I had to ride the bus because I had cheer and I didn't get a ride, you better bet he was there. And he would like ride past our house and nothing in my mind said like, hey, I should probably tell somebody this. It was just like I knew how to move to kind of stay away from it after I realized like this shit's weird. But initially... I didn't, it didn't click to me that this was wrong because it was like, you see all these people, like, I don't know. I hope, I hope what I'm saying makes sense. But to answer her question, I think consciously, I probably knew it about like eight or ninth grade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't, it didn't dawn on me till much later on in my teenage years, like the niggas was some creeps. Like, mm-hmm. cause I remember the day it happened is, is with my second oldest brother. He had two really good friends and actually both of them passed on. Oh, uh, rest in peace to one of them. Uh, and <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, the other one was, a, no, that, that's the one in the story. <laughs> like he okay. was, uh, my, se- my, older brother right above me okay he's two years older than me the brother i'm talking about now he's uh probably five six years older than me and his friend was making a comment about a female friend that my brother had my brother right above me had and she was like 15 i was just like what you're like you're like 19 right now she's 15 like you're a creep like you Mm. got fucking family and shit like what are you doing? Like, I was always thought like niggas just had a code of honor or, you know, mm-hmm. I know it, it's just this, this fantasy you grow up with, like niggas move off like some sort of ethics and shit, but come to find out like a lot of niggas don't have any kind of rules whatsoever. They just listen, growing up back home, what was his fav- was favorite line? Say, she only te- 16, but her booty my, big as hell. <laughs> only 15, but a boogie. Yeah. That's the shit I grew up with. And that was normal. It, it was just like, no, it was extremely normal. Like going to, in high school, like when we would go to Southeast Community Center and we hanging out and realizing like, hey, y'all being fast, basically, if y'all are going to just watch boys, you know, play basketball and whatever else. But the fact that it wasn't even really our age there. I remember, you know, me and I even see to this day, 2030 and a very like prominent police officer who was talking to my high school friends like the fact that it was so normalized that you could have such like 19 to 15 is kind of like y'all could have very well kind of crossed paths in some capacity on a on a child level like when you were 17 and she was you know 13 or whatever and y'all might have history i could see when you get older and you might be like uh, you know what i mean like at 19 you should know better but i could see why y'all might be able to have built some sort of relationship but like we're 15, 16 in school and you got niggas 25, even 21, you know, like you at 21, 20, 21, 
19 going on 20, you, you absolutely know better. Especially if you're like in college, your ass know all the way better. Yeah, I guess it's just because of the mental gap I already mm-hmm. knew from these two people. Like the girl was, you know, still watching Disney movies and shit, you know, yeah. Disney shows. And the guy was just a hardened killer in these streets. Yeah. It's just like, no, no, whatsoever. It's not okay. And yeah, it was just like this creepy shit. Always looked at that nigga creepy. Mm-hmm. Heard more creepy shit about them. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah, I was that 15-year-old. Like, my mom, I'm the youngest of eight, and I was, I look at some stuff like, how did I not know all this stuff was going on around me, you know? And as I got older, it just, it's like, oh, that makes sense. But she kept me so busy and in cheerleading and this and that by, about, you know, my ninth grade. I got a, I had a car after a while. Like, ninth grade going into sophomore year, I drove. I didn't even have a license. <laughs> but she kept me busy and very independent. But, listen, I was not vigilant as a teen, <laughs> at all. I mean, you're a teen. You're not supposed to be. But somebody should teach you that growing up Absolutely. in this city. Yeah, yeah. Like in I this mean, city. I would hope we have a culture where if you saw a fucking weirdo on the streets trying to holler at a little girl, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking creep? We don't. I would. Uh, yeah, women. I definitely I think would. women would. Most men would probably. And I think to give them the benefit of the doubt, they might look and be like, well, maybe that's her uncle or something. Like, you know what I mean? Depending on what that conversation and what they could hear. That approach, they might assume that they know each other. I know that the game, like I know yeah. the the tone and mannerism. Okay. Trying to do. Like if I was looking at you as a young girl and mm-hmm. another man, I know if he's asking you directions, I okay. can see what that looks like. If he's trying to get your number, it's like some. I know that sneaky shit. Okay. No, and I'm not about to sit here and be like, all right, let me see if he gets to like, nah, cut that fucking shit out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But next question from the women. At what point in time should a man who is bi or has experimented with another man tell you that information? Ooh. Yeah, that's layered. I am. I'm just, uh, I have a strong opinion about this topic. <laughs> if you And it just always seems to come up on Clubhouse. Look, Clubhouse after dark get a little raunchy, y'all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll be in there listening. <laughs> but, um... I'm a, I'm I'm very strong on that topic. You need to tell me that right away. And the reason being is because me as a woman that I am, that's just not a line I'm willing to cross. So you may very well say, you know what, even though I've been by, I will be monogamous with you, but you're going to want to, you know, maybe have some kind of sexual experiences that you've already had with a man. And I know that I'm not penetrating no man in any kind of capacity in his asshole. <laughs> and so... That's a conversation that should be had because don't waste my time and yours because it's just I'm I'm never going to get over the, the idea of my man was sucking dick. I'm just not going to get over that. What if he only got his dick sucked? I'm just I just can't get over I, it. I just like a man's mouth is bigger than mine. Y'all probably make more saliva. So you're going to be looking for me to give man blowjobs. I can't give it to you. You know, like it's so you just, said once a man's had a man blowjob, he's ruined. Yeah. I just, I, does that, I go, does that go for women also? Who what do have, you mean? Who have gotten head from a woman? I, I don't think so. Um, and here's why I think that for men to go sleep with men, they have put a, a lot of thought into it. Because there's so much negative and so many like dark clouds over it that you have really put a ton of thought into whether or not you're going to suck a dick. But for women, it is so it's like going to the corner store that you almost as a woman feel like I'm supposed to try that. Like I'm supposed to do that. And then like we have deep relationships with our best friends. So you're desensitized and you're more open to women. 
Whereas men like y'all are so guarded. Like if you got to the point where you could suck a man, you know what I'm saying? Like if you could, if you got to the point where you could suck a dick, y'all have some kind of like. Yeah, it's in your head. Yeah, like I know. We actually had a. Actually, I got a lot of trouble because of this. I don't even want to really <laughs> talk about it. But my community group page got shut down. Did it? Yes, because I asked a simple question. Didn't even state no opinions or anything. Because what Tank made his comments oh. about uh, man sucks a couple of dicks is. I don't think and if he, you didn't listen to the entire... He was speaking in regards to uh, people who have done something once. Mm-hmm. And if they continuously do it, then it's it's a habit and a, a nature of theirs. Mm-hmm. If they've only done it once or twice, it does. I believe they were talking about lying. Or well, a man who has lied. I remember. I, I, I'm so, I honed in so much on that. <laughs> okay, but he said a couple dicks. That, that no, was what my... he said was, he, what he said was, if you jump out there and you try one today for you, cool. If you suck a couple of them, then you, then it's, it's, it's you. Now, look, I, I feel like I had this debate <laughs> with like two men before, and I've listened to this clip over and over because we were like, oh, you're listening, yeah, Tank is good. Well, I will. <laughs> but no, we, we were pretty much like, just people were saying like, nah, if you suck a couple of dicks, you gay. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. Like, yeah. it's, it's some part of your head that's just like, I want to suck a penis. And I don't think there's no such thing as a reformed gay man. You can get married, you can do all that, but you probably in the back of your mind still feel that way. Yeah, I feel it's like the, the same way about like crack or meth like i don't want to ever do it because yeah. i want to be able to say i've never done it just so it's nobody has any inclination not in for debate yeah not just a like, yeah there was that one time i do a little I'm crack i'm not a crackhead i only did it once I only, yeah just a little crack that one time <laughs> now i'm a crackhead great i'm a reformed crack trier <laughs> i experimented a little I'm a reformed crack smoked a couple pipes yeah <laughs> No, that's yeah, that's my opinion on that. That's funny. Yeah, for uh, going into the questions from the men for the men. All right, I'll ask you. All right, so these are from guys to you, sir. Uh, What are your thoughts on male best friends slash play brothers slash work husbands? What do you think about that? Kind of tapped into it last episode, didn't have time (laughs) for it. But yeah, okay, younger me was definitely 100% zero tolerance on male best friends, just because I've been the male best friend. Mm -hmm. And I know it's bullshit. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just there to be like, he did what? (laughs) Nah, you you don't even need that in your life. And then when you're uh, all alone, and you're just like, you know what? I'm not ready to get back out there, but I have needs. It's just like, hmm, yeah, you had needs. You're a woman. You should do whatever you want. Yeah, free spirit. Wherever would you find a dick at? Hmm. Oh wait, there's one. It's That's just not like, grooming I, at all. It, it's 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 very sneaky. Like <laughs> just gonna slither in there. And a lot of these people are playing the long game. Like in a perfect. world, world i would love to say yeah that's cool because it's just a platonic friendship that means absolutely nothing but once again i think some niggas are creeps <laughs> and i know they're just out here being like you know what as soon as this nigga drops the ball as soon as he does one thing <laughs> i'm gonna in. swoop in like the scavenger i am like, I am scum and I'm coming for you. Yeah, and I just know most women don't tell their significant others like the conversations that are happening at work or the things like he. Well, I thought we were a best friend. Now we're best friend, work husband, okay, play brother. I don't think you can lump them all, so I don't do that play okay. brother shit because <laughs> play brother is just fucking okay? okay. I don't care. That's what girls say. That's my brother. I don't. I've never been the brother kind of girl. I don't like that. I am. 
the best friend thing, I think that you could genuinely have a best friend if it's already been established. Now, if 10 years from now, I somehow or another stumble upon a best friend, you know, at me. But I, I have a male best friend, but I have been friends with him since middle school, and we have had nothing sexual. Now, that's not to imply that he has not been attracted to me, yeah. you know, but... Like, I dated his cousin in school. He dated one of my best friends. And we were just kind of friends at the time and have carried it on into adult years. He literally went to jail for, like, 10 years. And it was still like, you know, I'm here for you. And even post, you know, jail, we still have, we don't talk all the time. When I, you know, say best friend, I think that, I don't know. I, I We don't talk every single day. I might talk to you every three months, check in. If something is absolutely wrong, you need a girl's opinion or whatever, you'll call me. But we don't do intimate things like, oh, you're in town, you know, let's sit down, whatever. Like it's holiday season. Usually he might come in town around Christmas. I'll go see him and his family and then leave. It's not uh, you. I think with best friend stuff, it's really it's odd when you put it in a certain space. And if you get to the point where you can't tell your spouse that you're doing these things, you guys have probably crossed the line of friendship and into something a little deeper. Yeah, that, that that's where I stand. Is if it's anything that you would not tell your significant other, mm-hmm. or if you, you know, let me find out my significant other was having a, a blowjob conversation with yeah. your work husband. It's yeah. just like, nah, that's not cool. If you can't answer the phone on speaker in front of your boo, yeah, that's exactly. not your best friend. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's too many niggas out here who are just on the search for yeah. an opening. For me to be comfortable with. But like if it's the situation like you described, like it's a person you've known for years and years and years mm-hmm. and you guys have like never done anything. And then there's the girls who want to keep around the niggas they used to fuck with. And it's just like, yeah. I get it. You guys used to fuck around, but now you're friends, but you still used to fuck around. So I kind of fall into that category just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. You want details? Uh, you can. I'm always there for the details. So, like, for me, um, like, one of, I have, like, two exes who I'm still really close with. But I, um, one of them, I feel like, just kind of understood me. And I was, like, so we dated in high school. And I was literally shitty to him and stuff. I tried to do the cheating thing. It didn't work. I felt shitty. And I never tried it again. But um, he... He understood a lot of stuff I was going through, like, family-wise. And then just we've always kind of kept in contact after that. And it's not to say that he doesn't feel like he would want a relationship with me. But I have to be honest and say that if I got in a relationship, he would have no issues with not crossing that line either. Um, And I think if I got into a situation with a man and he was like, y'all can't be cool, I might have to be like, I don't know. You know, because I've known you so long that a lot of the stuff that I've gone through, like family wise, I hope my husband can know me in that way. But you've seen all the stuff that I'm kind of talking about. And so you can you just get it. And like my daughter's dad, we don't do that. I don't do that. Baby mama, baby daddy bullshit. We have a really good relationship. And it's not sexual. We don't have to cross that line. Like we did the situation. We beat the damn horse every way we could. And just is what it is. But he's still somebody to this day that I would trust with my life. And so just because I'm dating you doesn't mean that I'm going to get rid of these people who are so important to me. That's why our shit got to be real, because, you know, you need to know that what I say is what I say. I think that a lot of times people get with people who you kind of don't really trust. And so you looking at a nigga like, oh, he's a nigga. 
and yeah. you kind of a liar. And those two things just make it real worse. But I can I also don't think it's wrong to say you don't want your spouse to have those kind of relationships. I do have an issue if you think that we're going to be together and then all of a sudden, I got a best friend. Like, nah, bro, I've been knowing you for like five years. You ain't never said her name. That's not your friend. Mm-hmm. So you can trash trash that. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you're right about it's 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 a lot about trust and communication. Like, I can see past relationships not that not going over well because mm-hmm. of either trust or communication and just being like, you ain't you ain't explain it right. Like you didn't give me that. Like you gave me a lot of vivid details and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, he cool. But, you yeah. Know, some girls just like I knew from high school. Like, nah, that's not good enough. Like, yeah, I knew a lot of people from high school, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if I want to be with you and you feel uncomfortable about it, you know, let's talk about why you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a matter of how they're explaining it. Like, yeah, you did a pretty good job. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You know. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know i just i feel like we would we don't talk all the time anyway but you know i wouldn't if we're in public like you're like no you better look the other way like first of all like don't tell me who i can speak to in public (laughs) like yeah i I guess it's just a matter of and it's for me it's also a matter of women knowing when like all right this nigga said something or oh, yeah. this nigga did something like i'm gonna give him a pass no i'm talking about like the past shit like if I'm in a relationship and somebody I look at as a female friend does mm-hmm. some shit that I think is going to jeopardize my relationship, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I know how easy it is in Kansas City for a motherfucker to say, oh, yeah, we did X, Y, Z, and now you're a cheater. And it's yeah. just like, nah, I'm sorry. I, I agree. I can't afford to fuck with you right now. But yeah. girls, I found, like, they will let motherfuckers get away with some slick shit and be like, he said what or he did what? And it's just like. It's like, so hard, though. Now, now I, I 100% agree with you. Like, if I'm with somebody and I'm going to be like, man, I fucking liked you. Like, you know, like, why did you have to do that? Because now I have to be accountable for the fact that you, you're not really my friend and you want something different. And now I have to cut you off. Like, why you have to take it there? Yeah. But I think it depends on what it is, too, because a lot of stuff, we're so desensitized to, like, being sexualized and being hit on. Like, some stuff really just going one ear and out the other. And as a man, you might be sitting there listening to it. And you're like, you, what you mean that didn't rub you the wrong What the, did you, did you hear it? And it's like, no, I didn't think much of what that was said, you know? Mm-hmm. But we've been hearing that bullshit for years and years. So if he's like, I like your red shoes, and you're like, thank you. And you're like, nah, red is the color of love. And you're like, oh, well, damn, I don't know. Yeah, but if he's just like, what that yeah, to I, me? I, I, like, well, I like your boots. I'm trying to knock them. It's just like, <laughs> all right, nah, if a nigga say that to you, you need to be like, nah, buddy. Like, I feel okay. like any woman who has a good relationship is going to set that up at the beginning. Like, yeah, we can be friends at work. But, yeah. you know. It's a hard line there. So as soon as he tries to tip the test the temperature, no, nah, yeah. it's just a cutoff. Sorry, bro. Oh no, that work bay lunch hit different. I mean, I <laughs> I guess I've never been involved with it to that degree to be mm-hmm. like I'm buying people. If anything, I've had like old women. Who, okay. Like, like old not involved. even Krugers, <laughs> just like old like mothering figures to be like, Have you eaten today? And it's just like, I will or Okay, they're more like work moms. That is funny. <laughs> but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> nah, but that, that's what I Work have. mom. <laughs> so yeah, going into question number two. All right, so question number two says, do you feel a woman has the right to go through your phone? 
That one is a tricky one. Earlier, absolutely, positively not. Like, no, you have no right whatsoever to go on my phone. But as I became like a nigga who didn't cheat, it's just like, yeah, go ahead, go through the phone. No, if you're doing it off a principle of privacy, I get it. Because like, if, if a cop is like, open your phone, I'm going to look at it. You're like, nah, that's against the law. I don't have to do that for you. But so, it's because you're throwing your weight around. You know what I'm saying? That's what a girl does. Okay. It, it's it's very seldom like, hey, can I see your phone? Because I want to just check to see if you're being faithful. It's it's always <laughs> just like, ah, ah. Who is this who just commented mind. on your phone? No, no, no. Come give me, give me your phone real quick. Let me see. Don't don't go to Facebook. Don't go to nothing. Give me the phone. I just want to see if you message her. So let me say that as a woman, I've never gone through a phone without already knowing what I know. <laughs> Um, and so it's just like, bruh, like I already knew all this stuff, but I think women too many, too many times we want to prove to you that we know what we know. So we want to show it to you, but I promise you, I'm not going through that phone unless I already know X, Y, and Z, because the thing is, it's a lot of ways to be sneaky and Snapchat is real and whatever else. Like people can get away with stuff. But I think that if I'm going through it, I already know. And I would just want to put it in your face. Because how y'all are, it's like, no, that's not true. Prove it. And then now, now everybody's mad that you want to give the burden of proof in a world that always wants fucking receipts. Now I'm giving you receipts and like, don't go through my phone. It's privacy. First of all, we in a relationship. Why do we have to be private? Like, if you're in a relationship, aren't you supposed to be sharing and, and shouldn't it be togetherness? I want to be in a relationship where it's like, oh, damn, your phone's ringing. Okay, answer it. Like, and until we get, to, you get to that point, you're not really in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't but, no privacy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's like, also conversations you have with other people. It's just like, I don't want you going through my, you know, if my if a best friend is telling me about a personal situation he's having, it's just like. She's not going. No. Well, not. yeah, well, actually, I think that's where girls get it wrong. You should look at the messages with the homeboys because he's telling his ass the truth. Yeah, I just feel like now you're going into other people's privacy, and it's just like, all right, now nothing. Ain't no privacy. Y'all put everything on Instagram. I don't hear nothing about your privacy rights. Nah, it's privacy out here. I found out Mm. that my one of my two best friends that have been sharing pillow talk about what we talk about is just like now I have to censor myself around you because I know the information I provide you with is not secure whatsoever. Mm, I mean, I get it. Like if I got hemorrhoids and it really scared me (laughs) because I don't know what hemorrhoids are, and and now you're just telling like, damn, John Michael has hemorrhoids. Like, is that crazy? (laughs) Like, no. I don't know. I mean, I have a friendship where it's three of us and there are some things that, you know, one will tell me and I don't tell the other. And then there's some things that I'd be like, man, get your friend. Like, this is what she did, blah, blah, blah. But but we've been friends so long that I know what is on and off limits and like what's for you and what's your battle. But my friends also don't beat me up when it comes to them. Like when it comes out from the other one, the other one's like, you ain't tell me. You know, like I feel like people make it an expectation that you're going to tell me and disclose. And then it's like, it gets really confusing. Cause like, okay, I don't want him to be mad. I want him to be mad. Like he got him right. <laughs> I think it's less of a, I think just more in the, say your friend texts you, Hey, I just had the abortion. And I'm like, uh, let me go to your phone. Let me make sure you ain't cheating on me. And I'm looking at like, damn, uh, 
Keisha just had an abortion? It's just like, that wasn't for me. Like, But if wasn't... you're my spouse, straight up, like, I got a friend who's like that. And I'll be like, hey, like, when, when I had my ex, like, such and such is around. And she'll be like, I don't care about him. Girl, I had an abortion. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, but it's not just like intrusive. Like, I think you're cheating on me. And that's the last message that came in. So he's looking through that message. It's like, oh, okay, Keisha had an abortion. She didn't want me to know that. But, you know. I mean, I get it. But yeah, I, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Like, I feel like if you don't have nothing to hide, you're probably going to use that as an opportunity to be like, go ahead, yeah, look through the shit. Right. Go ahead. Look at it. Mm-hmm. What do you see with your little <laughs> stupid eyes? <laughs> with your little stupid, silly self. <laughs> I guess we're going to go back to uh, the whole picture new pics. Don't send nothing you don't want people to read. Messages and nothing are not secret. I don't care how many locks you got on your phone. Yeah, I'm also of the thought if a nigga sending you like stuff that's out of line, I want to know about that. <laughs> like, yeah, like don't let me catch a nigga sending you something. Be like, oh, I didn't say anything back. Well, you didn't tell me about this. I wouldn't movie. tell my ex though. Like, I think it depends on the kind of person you have and who you're dealing with. I, I wouldn't tell my ex stuff like that. But I knew you, and I knew that me saying I handled it, I responded, I left it alone. But I just want to disclose, your ass was like, I'm still gonna pull up on him. Yeah. So I just I think you gotta know your spouse and know, you know, what's what. Okay, so I'm never gonna I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna actively pull up on anybody because that's yeah. premeditated and that's a whole new rack of <laughs> felony. So I'm never gonna pull up on anybody. But yeah. if I were to randomly encounter you in the streets, we're gonna have a talk about what the fuck you just said to but my see, girl. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not telling you because I just feel like it's too hard for black men. But that's what I'm saying, you can't keep around though. Can't keep around. Oh no no no. You're blocked, you done. But I'll be honest until it's some stuff I'm not gonna tell you. Like if 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 you blocked you if done, I ain't tripping. Blocked them, it's cool. But don't keep the motherfucker around. Nah, yeah, smiling nah, that's in my not face cool. and he done said some slick shit. Like Yeah, no, nah, that's not cool. He wanna taste the rainbow. Black men got too much on their shoulders and I ain't about to be the one cause you done tried to check JoJo who ain't got nothing to lose and he having a bad day and now you shine your foot and it's my fault. No, thank you. Hey, straight up. Yeah, but that's 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 my feelings on that. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, it depends. If we're actually in a relationship, yeah, sure, whatever. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so story time for the episode. Story time. Story time. This mm-hmm. time we have a story from a young man. Uh, he gave me this story. It's, it's a young man, actually, mentor, who's trying to get his digital content off the ground. And he told me this story in passing, and I was just like, I've heard stories like this before. This would be good, a good conversation to get reason paid on. All right. Anyways, this young man has been single for the past two years. He has been dating around for those two years. Nothing serious, just trying to meet females and try to have a connection with them. So in the past couple of months, he has met a young woman. Oh, by the way, he's around the age of 27, if that matters. Uh, it young does. Black Thank man, you. 27. Uh, but yeah, he is. He met this young woman. He has been talking to her. He really likes her. He feels like this is probably the first woman he's had a connection with since he's been single and out dating. And, you know, he's been on several dates with her. All of them have gone great. He really, really is clicking with this girl. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, somewhere in the... Uh, 
in the scheme of things, he finds or she finds out that he at one point dated a friend of hers, a close friend of hers. Okay. And not a relationship or anything, just like they met up a few times, going on a few dates, Mm -hmm. nothing at all serious. But the friend in question seems to have, acts like there's an issue with it. Okay. Um, He doesn't feel like there's an issue. She doesn't feel like there's an issue, but she doesn't want to mess up her friendship with the close friend. Mm -hmm. So she's pretty much called things off on her uh, call things off on him mm-hmm. and he's just really really upset about the situation because he's finally found a girl he's liking and clicking with after two years and it's just like nope can't do that because of this one random girl you took on dates right and yeah the way he explained it is he just was not feeling her she was just not on the same level talked a lot about herself and mm-hmm. you know and it just wasn't any kind of connection whatsoever. But, you know, he two dates, I believe he said. He said he went to like a date where they kind of walked on in the park and didn't actually do anything. So an interview. Like, yeah, just kind of a meeting. <laughs> check the temperature. And then he went on an actual dinner date with her. But after that, they, they both kind of went their own ways. Okay. And yeah, and he said that she was actually the one who really seemed disinterested. Okay. That's why he kind of pulled out. But yeah, and the fact that this girl kind of just blocked his blessings yeah. because she just so happens to have known him and then went on dates with him. You know, I've heard this story quite a bit in, mm-hmm. in various various forms of women kind of blocking friends from dating <laughs> and they had minor interactions with. Like, not even sexual interactions. I, I get that. There's been some sort of physical connection. Even though I have friends who have hooked up with girls who uh, other friends have hooked up with ended up getting married to them. Yeah. And they have great relationships and I've, I've never seen it come up. So I don't even know why women, and I, you would expect mm. men to be that, you know, kind of petty and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, possessive. Yeah. But yeah, from a woman's perspective, what's your thoughts on that? Do you, do you feel like there is a certain level before it's like, nah, he's off the table. Um, or do you feel like that was the level? It's so interesting because I feel like I literally just talked about this with somebody on Clubhouse last it's night. Because we're linked. Yeah, right? We're in each other's <laughs> Get off my head. <laughs> um, so, I, a couple of things. It's layered. Um, first of all, you can ain't nobody who is really genuinely feeling you going to leave you alone. You see people literally have the worst toxic relationships and their mamas and their grandmas and they whoever's at their feet begging them, please leave this man alone, blah, blah. No woman is leaving a man she's truly interested in. So I think you really need to take a look and think like maybe she was just looking for her way out and she found it. Like as much as y'all was bobbing, it don't have to be a negative thing. It don't have to be like she wasn't feeling you. It could be like, you know what? I like this nigga a little too much and I'm a self-sabotage too, because women, we do that, like for real. Like, especially if you've been through some stuff, you'll get with somebody else and you'll be like, nah, fam, this feel like too much, like, right. Like you, you keep your commitments and you answer the phone on time. Uh-uh, like this too much for me right now. And, and she should be big enough to say that. But um, I can say I've been like the hating friend in that way, unconsciously. Like I dated a guy and we never did anything physical. We spent a lot of time together and really clicked and connected. But, um, like he had got drunk one day and did some weird shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to know. Like, I really like you, but, uh, this is too much. Like, and so him and my friend kind of started talking a little later and I was, uh, I was upset because, no, we never did anything, but the fact that y'all had to sneak around and do it tells me that you felt like what you was doing shouldn't have been being done. And so in that moment, I was like, no, like you dirty, he dirty, and you need to stay away from him. But now I'm older and I'm like, you know what? I actually apologize to her. And it 
she was like, that is so random because it was probably, it was this year and this had to be like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, uh, I'm 29. It's like 22. And I was like, you know what? I sat and thought about it. And Lauren London said it uh, by way of Nipsey Hustle. She said, you don't possess people, you experience them. You don't own nobody. And so if a person is going to operate off loyalty to you, they're going to do that on their own. You know what I mean? Like, if that friend felt loyal to her friend, and that's okay. And you have to kind of respect that. But in the same breath, if she got a hating ass friend who kind of ain't realize you just being shitty at that moment, she's going to do you know, she's going to value her friendship more than anything. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Is her friend being petty? Yes. But depending on their age, like, yeah, you're 27. I don't know how old they are, but you know, 22 year old me didn't really think like you, you should actually let her talk to him because he would be really good for her. You know what I mean? Because you, you want nothing to do. You know, you don't want this man. So why possess somebody that, you know, even if it came back around, you would turn it down because he's not what you see for your future. Yeah. I would, I would want my friend to be happy, especially if it's a girl. I, I was like, yeah, she's a dope chick. It just wasn't the chick for me. Like right. definitely go out there and get your blessings, brother. But the, the guy in this situation, I he's a, he's a very, he's a realist like, like yeah. myself. So when he tells me like they were feeling each other, I think she values her friendship more than she values this potential relationship. Which says a lot because a lot of times we will disregard mama, cousin, sister, whoever you can deal with and you can get over it. Yes. See, I know a lot of females who are just like gung ho for their friends, who is just like girl cold over everything. I'm gung ho for my friends, but if if it was me in her seat, I would be like, bitch, you being petty. Y'all went on two nothing dates. Stop playing with me. So you would pursue the guy? I would have that conversation with her. So I don't know how and recent if she, or if she, pers- if she persisted in her pettiness at 29, we would have that conversation at 20, but you know, at 27, they may not be there yet. Like your dating looks different, but she might get a little older and be like, yeah, I'm really sorry for that. Like he is a good dude. And I wanted nothing to do with him. That was hella selfish. You look, y'all, you don't possess or own people. You just experience them. And the people who, like, for me, my rule is my friends, I got the same friends for since forever. Y'all know who I've limits. It don't even need a definition. So if I got to explain to you, well, we talked two times back at Applebee's, cool, quick land with me. Like, y'all know what's up and who not to deal with. So it should, it's not even up for debate. If I had to keep him a secret, he can be your secret, too. <laughs> like, it just, yo, your real friends know who you've been with. So that's just petty to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if you're a girl out here just dating each and every which person, that mm. really is fucked up. Because you're just out here taking everybody off the board for your future friends. Oh, God, though. Like, yeah. I hate to say it, I feel so strongly because I had a friend. And it was literally like, bruh, who haven't you talked to? Like, I started talking to this guy. And she's like, I talked to him in middle school. We used to fuck. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know everybody you done fuck like you done literally fuck everybody. So he didn't come with a disclosure and neither did you. And he sure wasn't like, because you see pictures of it, so you knew y'all did it. But I don't know. So now you're talking about what you knew. I don't know who everybody you do. Like, What's her name? I'm not telling you. I fucked her too. No, No, you're 29. 29, yeah. Yeah, I doubt it. But see, my, like, my, we're not me and her are not friends anymore. But she was she like having Lincoln. sex in middle school. Nah, she wasn't a leaking girl. <laughs> she wasn't a leaking girl at all. Sounded like one. Never mind. Anyways, uh, yeah, that, I, I just <laughs> felt like that was kind of shitty. And I've heard girls do shitty shit like that to be like, 
your situation you were explaining, I kind of get because it's like you spent hella times with this dude. Even though y'all weren't physical, mm-hmm. you still had like some sort of connection, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he had no connection with this girl whatsoever. Like it was just like uh, if if she never would have popped up again, he wouldn't have never thought of her. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't until I think it was just like mutual friends on Facebook or something like that. It was just like, oh, you know, such and such. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I went on a few dates with her. And it's just like, oh, that's like a really close friend of mine. You know, when mm-hmm. she brought it to her attention, she's like, nah, that's not cool. Like, I don't know. I mean, she need to check her, her friend circle because if you want to possess people that you literally just had that much time with, we always going to have an issue. Like, because the reality of it is we go get drinks, we go on dates, we do. You know, we're everybody's nearing 30. You are literally bopping around to see if your piece is going to fit with somebody else's. You can't possess everybody you meet on Bumble, bitch. It didn't work the first day. <laughs> true, very true. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy because... He need to move on. Like, yeah, I understand being hurt. I, I done been hurt like that, boy. I feel like I done been passed over by somebody I really like. But looking back, I'm like, damn, you dodged a whole bullet, sis. Yeah, in retrospect. But then again, I can see the, the friendship being doomed because he is a really good guy. Like, yeah. I would record him and him to a lot of women I know. But it, it's like... Now he's going to probably find some other girl eventually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's going to see, oh, they're, he's in a relationship with this girl. I'm still single. Mm-hmm. Oh, they look like they're super happy. That should be me. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not in that relationship because this selfish bitch. She going to boomerang. Yeah. And it's just like now she's going to be spiteful and bitter eventually because it's Whatever. Like you just like, you better Heisman. Put a Heisman on that hole. That's how a song go. Do the Heisman on Mm. I just feel like you need to, you can you every friendship isn't gonna be forever. Like I've had a girl yeah, do that true. to me, and it's just like I ran into her uh, maybe a year after the situation. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, we're not even friends anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm but that could be so that like, could have been that moment where you realize like my loyalty is there. So okay, I'm gonna give you what you want, but then I'm done with you because you're not gonna keep pulling my strings. Like, I'm not even about to play this game with you and even revisit so you can go tell people, well, she, you know, got with John Michael after us. No, I'm not even going to give you the presence of all that. I'm going to let you have it, and then I'm done. Like, I'm cool because you do too much. Yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like I try to put myself in other person's shoes and be like, yeah. this happened to me. How would I want to be treated? But some people don't got that part of their brain. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I just think life experiences allow for you to be, people need to be, you need to be selfish and selfless. Like there are things that you do need to be selfish on, but if you're so selfish, you just get in your own way. And to me, that's what that was. You being selfish and you should want to see your homegirl be happy. Like we don't know her story. We don't know how long she's been single. We don't know how many shitty guys she done been with. But the fact that you've seen somebody who was really going to be her end game and your ass still single bopping around on Bumble, you were selfish and you stood in her way, you know, and that's not cool. It's dirty to do. And to him, like, I understand you might feel like, dang, like this just felt so good after two years but just think of it like if I met you I can meet you know somebody else get your ass on clubhouse get in them rooms talk to people be vocal learn stuff it's all kind of relationship rooms that go on there people talk and they the guys are so vocal on chat uh clubhouse I love it because you really are able to see like how men really truly feel and so I say get in there and you're gonna learn some stuff from women where you like you might look back and be like, that bitch played the whole game with me anyway. You know what I mean? But you now know that you can connect with somebody. And 
and then the next one gonna be better. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Clubhouse. Right. Now, I've been on Clubhouse <laughs> for two days now, and it's giving me so much like. I was up till five a.m. Oh, so addictive. But no, I was I was using I was recording stories and I was getting questions, and I was just like, man, this is a great resource to have. Did you open a room? I didn't open a room. I was in a room. Okay. And eventually I was the oldest. You know, people just start sliding out. And eventually I was the oldest person in the room. <laughs> and people treated me like it was my room. So I was just like, yeah, you know, tell me your stories. Tell, tell me your relationship stories. Well, way, ping me in next time. This. I will. I, I followed will. you back because I saw when you got your thing and sent me a notification. Yeah, I love that. So um, ping, ping me, beat me up, Scotty. I will. Yeah, <laughs> definitely be taking down some questions. You'll be getting... Um, yeah, but I am really enjoying the show. I'm really enjoying the feedback. Just remember, everything that we go over here is said in love and honesty. So let's not bite the heads off the messenger because you all are cowards. I've tried to get, <laughs> no, 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 no. I've tried to get so many women on this show to talk about women problems. Or yeah. women. None of them want to get on a microphone. I think the problem is I'm not your typical cookie cutter girl but yeah. for me all of my growth came through accountability and as women we want things because society has told you you know man a man is supposed to lead but they forgot the pieces that you know when a man leaves you you gotta follow and i'm not i'm not saying follow it into the dark and be blind and dumb that's not what i mean but a part of you know being led is being able to see your shit so that you can know when you're not being led wrong. So I'm going to be accountable for me. I'm going to look and learn me because if you, John Michael, come into my life and you're coming to be a leader and I don't know me, I'm going to follow your ass anywhere. So if you want a man who can be that man for you, you got to know you. You got to be accountable for your own shit because you better believe the universe is giving you what you're putting out. So if you don't like that, you keep attracting strippers or, you know, for me, it was like, God damn, what am I doing to say that I like drug dealers? Like, Lord Jesus, what am I doing? And I was only, you know, 20, whatever. But it was like, OK. You look like Barbie and they want a trophy. So, yes, I can still look like that. But now I'm going to make certain things known because that's not that's not what I want. But that came in accountability because anybody could be like, well, they are finding me. I'm not finding them. Yeah. But, you know, how do you table that? And let somebody know my standards is here and he can know, you know what? I got some shady shit going on. I probably should did this right here and there. And that's what I mean about accountability. It's not to say that things don't happen to you, but you also got to be accountable so that you know when the bullshit come your way. Like, all right, I've been here. I'm an enabler. This is probably not something I should do. And until people want to get real, hey, you ain't going to get right. <laughs> I feel you. Shady shit like uh, sucking some dick, huh? Uh. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> if he involved in some shady shit, he should probably say, I'm going to date that right here. No, All I heard real. in my head is he probably sucks If you dick. suck a dick, you better, t- you better t- oh, God, if I find out you, you suck to dick, I'm going to be. Okay, yeah, well, baby, baby. <laughs> 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 like, why you kiss so, it. Why is it so salty? <laughs> oh, no. You know what, fellas? Take care of that pH. Drink water. That's a great place to wrap this episode <laughs> up. At. So this is episode two. We've made it through it. Uh, thank you once again, Ray. Uh, Ray for making time out of your extremely busy schedule. I love having you on this show to bounce here. things off of. As you know, I'm not an average young man as well. I say uh, inappropriate shit. You do. Appropriate shit. So, you know, that happens sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, it's honest. 
And it's yeah. from a place of wanting to understand. Okay. So sometimes it may come off uh, as an asshole. But we're here. You guys are liking it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Please uh, follow Re on social media. That means a lot to her. It really does mean a lot to me, guys. So if you um, hear anything that I say and you feel like, you know what, sis, I just don't agree with you. I love a good dialogue. I will not be angry with you if you disagree. So definitely reach out to me on all platforms. It's the same. So it's re-MC, R-H-E-M-C underscore, literally on every platform. I'm not that hard to find. So, you know, let's chat if you hear anything that you like. I just need, even if it's, you know, something you didn't hear on and you like, she will be really good at, at this. Please at me. I'm here for you. Absolutely. And if anyone here who's listening to this has any questions or suggestions or feedback in regards to anything I said, keep that shit to yourself. I'm a goddamn, I hate you. goddamn professional in the game. <laughs> I don't need any kind of, no, I'm just playing. I uh, I'm open to all kinds of feedback, whether I listen or not. It's up in the air. But no, here we are. Uh, yeah, Ree is out here on social media. You know what I care about. I care about those Apple ratings, folks. So if you really want to do something to help us out, get to the Apple podcast. I know like 86% of you listen on Apple podcasts. So if I you could just it. scroll all the way down to the very bottom, hit that five-star rating. And if you really feel special about it, write a good review for us. Because that all helps with Google algorithms and people algorithms algorithm algorithm say it three times best i said it's stupid said three times best algorithm 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 this is a little slower but that's okay one yeah. more time three times algorithm algorithm i don't <laughs> mean you look stupid on that sorry recording that's no funny but it helps us show up in suggestions helps us pop up in specific categories it just helps all around so please go and do that for me if you'd like to help uh but as always please hit look us up on facebook uh, our community page is doing a lot of great things uh putting a lot of people in contact with one another i love to see that collaboration love between it. people in the city uh check out one pair by uh Jaron Thornhill, uh, as well as a few people we've had on the show who he's going to be carrying, such as Aquarius Clothing and Material Opulence. So shout out to all you great black creators out there. I love to see that. And yeah, keep your questions and stories coming and we will continue to bring our honest, well-rounded conversation to this platform. That's oh, facts. Also, I'm so stupid. So you guys You're are going to be listening stupid. to this tomorrow. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. And with me. Hey, you have a ho 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 field night with your mans. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, little baby Jesus. Thanks, yeah, yeah. Why does Santa say ho ho ho? Uh, I don't know. Me neither. Because <laughs> he likes hoes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a joke. I thought it was going to be like a. No, like, why does he say ho ho ho? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I got the punchline. Got the punchline. <laughs> Ask me the question again. Why does Santa say ho ho ho? Because he's always coming down somebody's chimney. <laughs> Ooh, that's your episode. Merry fucking Christmas, folks. J.M. Banks, Urban Alchemy Podcast, Re-MC, Friday Night Relationship Talks. I think we might be the best relationship podcast in Kansas City. I, I that's facts. I have found one that's actually kind of doper than ours, so I'm going to go ahead and take that crown. Thank mm. you, folks. You're welcome. At me. That's right. So any closing statements for the folks? Nope, I got nothing. Hit me up. All right. You Hit that woman me. up. She cares about that. Uh, but yeah, thank you once again. You know from the bottom of my heart, I love all of you for tuning in each and every week and appreciate you uh, guys for supporting. So as always, stay safe out there. Stay blessed. And I will catch you guys later. And wear your damn mask. Yeah, yeah. Wear Maybe your like damn mask. Masquerade mask. mask. Wear 
your damn mask. Maybe a Santa Claus mask. Yes. Uh, Wear your damn mask. And that's just that. And that's just that from Reams. She always says something random at the end of the episode that throws me <laughs> off. And I, I I have problems with outros. That, that is the outro. Wear your da- and wear your damn mask. You heard it, folks. Merry Christmas and good night. And wear your damn mask. Absolutely. So I will catch you all, for, all later, folks. Peace. Wear your mask. Yeah. <laughs>